What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. And tonight, you know, I've actually got something a little bit different that I'm smoking on than the regular Stizzy. It's still a product by Stizzy, but it's the Stizzy The Littles, which is like a disposable, I guess it's the disposable version of the Stizzy. And I got the Blue Dream. And you know what? The reason, the blue, I can't even say blue. And the reason that I got the Blue Dream one is because, in case I haven't said it like a hundred times already in the podcast, Blue Dream is my favorite strain, will always be my favorite strain, and the reason why isn't because of the strain itself or like potency or anything like that. Nine times out of ten, it tastes good, and it makes doing shit fun and enjoyable. It turns it into a whole ass like kind of vibe. And one of the things that I really have been trying to like get across is that I'm not doing this for the money. I'm not doing it for like fame or payment or anything like that. I mean, you know, making money is nice, but let's be real here. This is just fun for me. But I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about one of my favorite things, again, to do when I'm smoking, which is, of course, play video games. So I've got two articles today up because I finally figured out how to do multitasking on the iPad. One from leafbuyer.com, which is optimizing your high gaming experience. Another one is from ranker.com. And the one here from ranker is going to be the most... What? What what the fuck? Whoop. 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 The best video games to play when you're high by a mandolin. Updated December 30th, 2020. So not too far ago. But anyways... Let's just jump straight into, like, what I really want to talk about, which is going to be number one, optimizing your high gaming experience. I'm already pretty stoned, so you know what? At this point, I'll do what I normally do, crank the music up for a second, give everybody time to get settled in, go grab your snacks, you got a lot. I'm going to give you, like, like 10, 15 seconds to run to the kitchen, grab your pizza pockets out of the oven, if you use them in the oven, make make, make them in a microwave. Oven normally comes out tasting better, in my opinion. But I'm going to crank the music up and let's chill for a minute and I'll be right back. Alright, I'm not sure how that one that was, but you know what? Let's get back into it because I really want to get this. I really want to get this out of my system. I've got this like burst of creativity and my body is like My body's just kinda like, oh, you wanted to go to bed early tonight. It's like, nope, too bad. You haven't recorded something today, which means guess what? Go into your closet office, record this, and then I will let you sleep. It's holding me hostage against my own will. That and the fact that like I've really been experimenting with like the stizzies and stuff. And I did a thing today where I smoked literally like two bowls of flour. And between the bowls of flour, I'd like time myself. I'm like, all right, cool. Every like like 20 to 30 minutes, I'm allowed to take a hit of my stizzy. Like I'm trying to regulate how much I'm using of it because I'm like, eh. You know, honestly, I've had it for almost a week and it hasn't even dropped down like that far. It's basically still like a full gram. There's probably like maybe like a quarter of it gone that you can't see because of the black cap. But you know what? I'm, I'm going to tell you like this old one. I haven't I've barely gone through that much of it in a week. And I'm looking at the new one, the disposable, and I know it's only a half gram. But like if a half gram lasts me a week and or not a half gram, if a whole gram lasts me like two weeks, 
and a half gram I can probably stretch to make me last like a week and a half. Like, I don't know. I've been questioning my financial decisions regarding cannabis because if I could smoke these all the time. But again, I, I'm, I'm more of a traditional. I'm, I'm just going to segue away from the articles again because you know how I go on my little rants. But I like the traditional ways of smoking weed. You know, rolling a joint, packing a bowl in a bong. There seems to be something a lot more, like, especially if you're smoking with people, there seems to be something a lot more personal about, like, sitting there watching somebody roll the joint and everybody's looking at them like, oh, man, we're about to get fucking, we're about to get stoned, this is going to be a good time. Even if nobody says it, that excitement kind of comes out in the air and you sit there and you're like, man, this is going to be awesome. Today's a good day, about to get high, about to smoke up. Or there's something about when you're sitting with a bunch of your friends and the bong gets passed your way and you're just like, oh, it's my hit. Let's go. And you just immediately, there's that like sensation of the social interactivity, interactivity, the social interactions, like the fact that you're included in something that's not just, you know, you sitting in your room smoking and like ignoring the entirety of existence with headphones on and a giant pile of dirty laundry that needs to be done. Because I've been there. I was there a lot when I got my first apartment, man. I'd be sitting there. We'd be stoned. We'd just look at each other and be like, so uh, are we going to do anything today? No. No, we're not. Oh, okay, cool. All right, let's go back to sleep. You know, I'll fucking order some McDonald's on Uber Eats to get, like, Postmates or something. Maybe pizza. Or if we smoke a sativa, because, again, this was before you could really, like, pick exactly what you wanted. There was dispensaries, and you could, like, select, like, oh, Indica Hybrid Sativa. But when you send your girlfriend to go get you weed, make sure you tell her exactly what you want sometimes, because this was, like... It's supposed to be my night-night weed. Like, I was supposed to be, alright, cool, like an indica or a hybrid. I like hybrids, too. Something that's gonna mellow me out and make me chill a little bit. And I end up taking the sativa high and walking down to Wienerson, so at, like, 11 o'clock at night to go grab some chili cheese dogs and fries. And two ice creams in the middle of the summer, thinking that the 10-minute walk from my house to Wienerson, so I'll get the food and come back. That ice cream was not gonna melt in 10 minutes. Dude, I'm walking down the street, like, licking at two ice cream cones, trying to keep them from, like falling over like half the ice cream i've already eaten by the time i've gotten back to the apartment i just hand it to her and i go here these are yours eat them quick i don't know if anybody else does this but if you if you ever get the munchies and you have really bad cotton mouth but you're also craving like salty food like french fries get an ice cream or better yet go to wendy's and get a frosty or if you're going to wiener stencil and getting a tasty freeze get some form of like milkshake ice cream thing like thicker the thicker the better and order, like, a large fry, and just instead of putting ketchup on your fries, dude, dip them in the ice cream. Especially vanilla or chocolate ice cream. I promise you. I promise you. It will change your fucking life. Ask anybody, any any of my brothers or sisters, because all of us have done it at least once. My older brother, Billy, and I will literally make trips to Wendy's when we used to go out and get Wendy's. And we would literally go grab Frosties and... French fries. And I have literally a picture on my phone. If I could show you right now, I would. Maybe I'll post it on Instagram later. Of me and him sitting there, we got two big combo meals. But you notice the French fries, there's no ketchup on the plate. There might be a, like a little packet of ranch because I have a thing for ranch. Or the, uh, the awesome sauce that they have. Oh, dude, if you haven't tried the awesome sauce, I highly recommend it. But there's literally a picture that exists pre-corona, by the way. God, I keep peeking the mic. Pre-corona. Of us sitting there and him literally with french fries with ice cream on his hand. Like, in, or not on his hand, in his hand. And he is standing there, like, with ice cream on the french fries about to eat it. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, look at this selfie I just took. And he's like, oh, God, I look ugly. 
You're right. Just kidding. You look too much like me for me to call you ugly. But anyways, guys, um, I just segued super bad. I peaked the mic twice in that whole process. Good for me. But I'm going to crank the music up again, take a quick break, then we'll read the articles for real this time. Promise. You know how the segues and rants go. Alright guys, I'm back. Let's get into it. The first article I'm going to read is optimizing your high gaming experience. And no, not high as in high end, unless you've got like a decent PC, in which case, not going to lie, playing on PC when you're stoned is extremely entertaining and very, very fun. And this article was written by Isabella Cook on October 26, 2018. Oh, it's a little older one. I thought it was newer. Most people like video games, boys, girls, children, adults, even stoners and non-smokers. A lot of people love their weed, too. Yep. It seems like hardcore gamers really, really like their weed. That's because when you're stoned... Dude, when you're high, you can, like, get into, like, such a state in your head where you're just like, you know what? Yeah, this is exactly... This is exactly what... Oh, God, there goes this dizzy. This is exactly what I want to do. You get stoned and you sit down and you're playing like fucking GTA Online. You can sit there all fucking day and play GTA Online. The new Watchdog, the Watchdogs Legion. I sat down and played that for hours. Cyberpunk 20. Cyberpunk. I can't say punk. Oh, there we go. I just have to not pop right toward. Yeah, there we go. I figured out the cheat code. Rotate the mic slightly sideways. That's catering too much to the music. Never mind. We'll just have to fucking deal with it. But I was playing Cyberpunk 2077, and dude, I tell you what, with all the bugs in that game, it was still super fun to fucking play, and I've been fucking around with it every now and then. Just because, I mean, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, dude, I played through that when I was absolutely fucking blown. And then it says, smoke a few joints, relax, and get ready to have to learn how you can match your favorite game with your favorite marijuana. Ooh. Why combine weed into video games? Uh, dumb it all down, because it's fun. The science of weed and video games. Okay. THC studies suggest you release dopamine and stimulate your reward system. Finding value. Oh, oh, because smoking weed makes you feel good in video game when you get reward and reward feel good. Okay. Because it enhances like the the feeling of like the reward system in your body. I guess the social side of gaming high. Um, it's way more fun. You laugh more when you're high, feel happier when you're high, and probably enjoy people more when you're high. Dude, I'm not even gonna lie. I literally, like, have a hard time anymore, anyways. Even, like, going to work sometimes without having, like, a pen or something on me to at least, like, in case I need that. What I, from now on, will refer to as the safety hit. Which is, when people start to piss me off and, like, get in my face and get annoying at work, I literally will tell them, like, hey... I gotta walk outside for like 10 minutes, bro. Like, can I take my 10? I'll be right back. I will go outside. I will go around the back side of the building, behind the dumpsters, light a cigarette, take a couple drags. By the way, don't smoke cigarettes. I'm really working on quitting. It's going quite well, actually. But you light that up. You grab your, you grab your pen and you take like two or three hits of it real quick. Small, small, small hits. Maybe only one or two, but I call those the safety hits because... It's for everyone else's safety around me because when people piss you off, at, piss you off at work, 
I know sometimes it's hard, but you know, you get like genuinely upset. You don't want to deal with people. You don't want to talk to them. You just want to tell them to go fuck themselves. And by all means, you can do that. Or you can just take a break, walk away. The trick to it is just handle it professionally. Like, a lot of people are complete dicks. You're always going to have dicks no matter what job you work at, no matter if it's males or females, if it's like anything like that. But you're always going to have fucking assholes. No matter what you do in life, you're going to have people who are like complaining about the cost of a pack of gum or complain about the cost of a t-shirt or someone who literally tries to run over you in the parking lot because they don't know how to pump gas and you called them out on it. You know, you're going to get people who are just fucking idiots. Like, for example, I had a woman, I think I already told this story in one of the most recent episodes, but there was a chick that came to my gas station, I think like three or four days ago. And she literally got pissed off at me because she pumped too, she said she pumped too much gas outside. She goes, I wanted 30 bucks. I pumped 40. I want a $10 refund. I'm like, uh, are you going to let me siphon like, you know, five, not even five, maybe like three or four gallons of gas out of your car. And she goes, well, no. And I'm like, then you don't get a refund. It's your fault. You pumped it. And if you've never used a debit card at a gas station before, then you probably don't understand the reason that I think this is ridiculous because you literally put the debit card in, pull the handle out, put it in your car, hit the button to pick the grade of fuel that you want. You squeeze the handle. You watch the little ticking thing, the little like price tag, price, you know, t- sale total window that keeps going up when you're pumping gas. And if you only want to put 20 bucks in, you pull it out at like 19.98 because I've never gotten it right on the dime at 20 bucks. It's always either like 1998 and then you try to do the little like flick motion to get it right on with 20 bucks and you always go to like 2001 or 2002 or it stops at 99 magically you get a drop of gasoline and you got to do the little flick again and it goes over 20 and it's it's just a bad time for everybody but anyways the whole point of that rant was like if you're going to be doing if you're going to be smoking weed and you're at work do it appropriately. Make sure that it's something, one, that you can handle, and two, that, like, isn't going to make you, like, fuck up your job. Like, because I've seen way too many stories from way too many people about way too many times where people have absolutely lost everything, everything they had because they wanted to smoke weed. And if you want to smoke weed, that's fine. But there are some things in life that are more important than getting stoned, like work. Anyways, let's continue with this this article before I get far too segued. Best strains for gaming high. Which weed strains are better for playing video games? Okay. Indica's in gaming. Ooh. Strong, relaxing body high. Weed-induced couch lock. Munchies and a slowed reaction time. All right. Okay, okay. Try this classic granddaddy purple or purple Urkel for a perfect indica-dominant gaming session. Ah, sativas. (laughs) Sorry. Allergies still bugging me. Smoking a sativa-dominant strain before gaming is a good choice for those who enjoy a cerebral head high. Uh, yeah. Just remember- Oh, maybe not for horror gaming, because just remember that sativa strains are known to cause paranoia and exaggerate symptoms of anxiety. You know what? This explains so much as to when I first really got into horror games. And there was this time I went through my life where I was smoking sativas first thing in the morning to do anything throughout the day. And the game that I was playing was one of the old it was one of the old slenderman games i think it was like called slender haunt i believe was the name of this one and then i also had slender origins i think it was called 
I can't remember. The one in the giant park where you go through like the distant maps and there's the proxy that chases you through that one annoying part with the generators. I, I can't remember the name of it. But if you can remember the name of it, DM it to me on Instagram at Nikki Lee at L-E-E-N-I-K-Y. Remind me the name of that fucking game. Because I could really use that. I, I kind of want to play it again. But I got so, so terrified. Like, I was absolutely, like... Like, I was literally ready to, like... I, I heard, like, a cat or some shit outside. And went and sat in my bathtub for, like, 20 minutes. Because I was just like, no. No, 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 no. I played the game. He can't come for me. I just played a game. It's just a game. And I was genuinely, like, worried. Like, scared. Like, as, as, as crazy as that sounds. I was afraid that Slenderman was gonna come break into my house. And kill my ass. Alright, hybrid weed strains are perfect for gaming because they allow for the best traits of both sativas and indicas. They come at different percentages. Yeah, that's true. An indica heavy hybrid that gets you really high but not too tired. I like those. You want a real well-rounded high for playing video games? Try out some hybrids like Whitefire OG, also known as Wi-Fi OG. The ever awesome Trainwreck. Dude, Trainwreck is called Trainwreck for a reason. I have smoked it a handful of times in my career, I guess we'll call it. And Trainwreck, like, if you get a Trainwreck strain that's, like, really, really good, testing really, really high, you're going to feel it. Don't make too many plans. Like, I know it's a hybrid, and you can probably still go out and function on it, but, like, trust me, dude. Just test yourself out first, because some people get hit harder by the Indica, and some people get hit harder by the Sativa. I'm lucky that I'm a more sativa hit person because I love I love sativa. If, it, if I'm going out and have plans to do shit during a day, like it gives me energy. It just makes me feel good. All right. Then it goes, should you combine weed and video games? Uh, the answer is yes. And that's the end of that article. Thank you, Isabella. I like it. Now. Back to the top video games to play high. Yeah, um, well, we're getting there. I'm just going to turn the music up for a second because this article, for some reason, is taking forever to load. And I will be right back, guys. Okay, guys, so I'm back. Sorry about that. I'm actually going to go with another article because the one that I was originally trying to read just wasn't loading. It wasn't happening. And this article is the top 17 best video games to play high by Vice. And this article is by Beckett Muffson. Okay. Your favorite video game probably isn't on this list. What? Waluigi will not be mentioned beyond this paragraph. Okay. So, sci-fi, anime, entertainment, the best difference between a video game and a good video game to play high is huge. Okay. Alright, let's get into it. What are, the, what are the games? Number one, everything. Okay. 
You are anything and everything from a molecule to a post office to a galaxy in the dry, witty, Irish animator David O'Reilly's biggest video game. Okay. All you do is explore, passing your consciousness from object to organism and back across seemingly infinite biomes, planets, and celestial bodies. Okay. Oh, so it's a game about philosophy. Okay. All right. The Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind. Ooh. If you're going to pick a Bethesda game to play high, don't go for higher brow Skyrim or many of the Fallout titles. Pick up Morrowind. A de facto turning point in Elder Scrolls titles that still has crap graphics and a really willy-nilly combat system where it's unclear if your weapons ever connect with your enemy. Sometimes they get hurt. <laughs> this game is incredible and you won't need a fence to sell stolen goods. Ooh, Best High is also the only way to make Dwemer runes at all palatable. <laughs> That's actually kind of true. Alright, GTA 5. Duh, I don't even need to explain this. The GTA 5 is like the best game to play high. Uh, Stardew Valley, and it's... Wow. It's it's up there. Slither.io. Oh, it's like it's like Snake, where you grab... You, like, eat the, uh... The little balls to, like, make your thing get big. Okay, god, that sounds terrible out of context. Please nobody clip that. And somebody just did. No Man's Sky. Okay, yep. Yep. Near Autonoma. I'm just not big on... That game. Katamari Damasi? Damaki? Your dad, the king of the cosmos, destroyed all stars and constellations. Now you gotta clean up his mess by rolling thousands of objects into bigger, bigger balls. Okay. You replace the stars. All right. Dream Daddy. Okay. Game Grumps. Uh, that's literally the Game Grumps video that's that's on their page that's linked to that. that. That's awesome. StarCraft. Oh my fucking god, StarCraft is on this list. Boys and girls, we've hit a critical yes. This requires another hit of the Stezzy and a sip of Pepsi. And I'll tell you why right now. I literally was just playing Skyrim, not Skyrim, Starcraft, that's what we're talking about. I, I got way too excited about Starcraft. I actually was just playing Starcraft, like, not even two or three days ago. And my guy, dude, it's, it's just, it's such a good game, and it's always been a good game, and I'm playing Starcraft 2 now because I beat the first one, and yes, I beat the expansion too. Like... It's just, it's so fun to play, and it's just as fun as when I played it through the first time when I was, like, a kid when I played the original StarCraft, because StarCraft was, like, one of the first games that I ever played on PC, and it's one of the games that made me really love gaming, because I can't tell you how many hours after I beat StarCraft that I sank into Age of Empires and Warcraft. Not World of Warcraft, just Warcraft, the RTS game. Look them up. It's so much fun. So much fucking fun, dude. And I've spent countless hours playing fucking Age of Empires, bro. Like, I had it on this old Windows 98 laptop that my parents got me, and it was awesome. Because I could literally sit there and just play this game for hours at a time. And I remember when I got my first mouse. My first USB mouse. Because I told my... I was, like, bitching about having to use the trackpad to click on everything in the game. Because it was just a pain in the ass with that old laptop. Like, it was super clicky, so it was, like, not too bad. But, like, it, it was just a pain in the ass. I don't know a better way to describe it. But let's continue. Sit next up, Super Smash Bros. Fuck yeah. The OG Snooper Snooper. The OG Super Smash Bros. is like still one of my favorite games of all time. The Witness. A puzzle game so challenging that having high ideas will probably actually help you think outside the box. Okay. Neat. Pokemon. Playing old Pokemon Game Boy games is lit when you're lit. Yeah. 
like you can you can you can totally like I don't know man the OG Pokemon games are always fun like even when I'm not high I like to play those games Kirby Air Ride okay is like Mario Kart but from the early 2000s and the steering is objectively garbage oh no oh no it's this description is bad at the end of the city trial, you and your friends duel in mini competitions, sometimes a race, sometimes a fight challenge, and occasionally a brawl. The real joy is in accomplishing city trials that unlock new Kirby cool colors and airships. What? Okay, alright, so it's like it's like Mario Kart meets Kirby. Got you. Civilization Revolution. Oh yes. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. All the Civ games are amazing. The original DOS Master of Orion. What the fuck? Is a classic well worth downloading an emulator so you can play it baked out of your tree today. Turn-based sci-fi strategy game takes you conquering the galaxy either through diplomacy or war. What? Oh. That sounds awesome. I might have to download this game. I, I literally might have to go download it like right when I'm done with this podcast. Tetris. Fuck yeah. Tetris is the bottom game. And that's all the games for that list. But you know what? I've got a few that, of course, I'm pretty sure you knew I was going to add on to here. Another game that is super duper fun to play when you're baked. Absolutely gone. Minecraft. Like, I could play Minecraft all fucking day. No problem. No qualms with it at all. Like, it would just be dope as fuck to play. And then let me think, uh, I, they said no to Skyrim, but you know what, I'm gonna say Skyrim is by far one of my favorite RPG games of all time, and I kinda wanna play it now, now that I'm thinking about it, but like, I don't know man, I don't know, there's like, there's just so many games that you would, that are fun to play, Hi, Star Tropics, if you've never heard of it, you can go look it up, it's a really, really fun game for uh, an original NES. And then, like, there's just, like, old-school games are just so fun to play high. Like, old-school, po- like, not Pokemon. P- Pokemon is good. We just talked about that. Old-school Pac-Man, like, Mrs. Pac-Man, Atari games, fucking Galaga, Space Invaders, the original Mario games, one, two, three. Dude, Mario 3 is fucking dope to play anytime I'm at my mom's because my mom knows all the fucking, like, cheats and shit in that game, and it's, it's awesome. One day I'll have to get it on camera to prove to you. But anyways, guys, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty fucking baked right now. So I'm going to head out. You guys enjoy your wake and bake. Have a good night. Stay high. Stay lifted. And stay beautiful. And I will be coming at you probably again tomorrow night with another episode of the Stone of Thoughts podcast. Right here on Anchor and Spotify. Later. Never doubted that I'm down for you wanna hit the town